This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fees Dumpster Diving, where we dive into the dumpster of something horrible eh, from the past, a TV show. Usually it's a TV show. I guess everyone's... If the, uh, yeah, if the dumpster was a uh, Olympic swimming pool, we'd be the uh, the Mark Spitz of the uh, the dumpster. Exactly. Oh, yeah. What was the guy who, uh, who who cut his head open and just got blood everywhere? That's, that's who I... Yeah, that's right. Mark Spitz is, is the one. Oh, was that Mark Spitz? I think so. Or no, wait. Was it... Um... Oh, what was... Yeah, was that, was that Spitz? I think so. He had AIDS, right? It was the guy that had AIDS. Full-blown. That's right. Full-blown AIDS. Um, I can't remember his name now. I think it was Mark Spitz. In Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Olympic diver who cut his head. Wow. Oh, Greg Luganus. That's right. Yes. Greg Luganus. That's the guy. Is he still alive? Uh, he is still alive. Good for you. Greg Luganus of that dumpster. Yeah, we are the Greg Luganus of dumpsters. Uh, that means we're LGBT, act- LGBT activists and authors. Uh, we've won gold medals at the 84 and 88 Summer, summer Olympics. Um, I kind of feel like, uh, I feel that he's a good, like, not just him specifically, really probably not him specifically, but like, uh, how does he, how does, how does he still around? Like, what does he do now? He just like comments on diving or something probably? Is that how he earns a I don't know. He's, let's see, he coached, or he coached. In 2010, 2012, and 2016, so he was okay. So I guess he's an Olympic coach. Then he's probably you know that's probably a good job afterwards. Yeah, Olympic coach, and he's written some books uh, about his life. He was also in the film Entourage as a fictional version of himself. (laughs) Holy shit! I never, uh, I never watched Entourage. Were you, uh, you ever watched that? I, I've never seen an episode of Entourage, and I didn't watch the Entourage movie. The only the only exposure I have to Entourage is from a podcast that I love that we frequently steal from, called or at least I do, called the Weekly Planet. Uh, they saw uh, they they both they reviewed the Entourage movie, and they did an episode of Entourage on uh, their Caravan of Garbage uh, series that they do. Um, some people might say that that's... A lot say, like, did we rip that off? <laughs> some people might say that's a lot like dumpster diving and that we ripped that off. Um, but I will say that we didn't because this actually comes from... The- yeah, you were doing like a show like this uh, a long time ago. Yeah, this, this comes from a YouTube series that I did a long time ago called Dumpster Diving. Uh, it's, I mean, I... I would say parallel thought, but I mean it's 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 barely even counts as parallel thought because yeah, it's not like a, like it's not the most unique idea yeah, ever. It's not unique at all. There are so many YouTubers or just different people that do some version of let's look at something from the past and make fun of it. Um, so yeah, I really like your 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 dumpster diving ones you did on YouTube are hilarious. So like the oh, way thanks. you cut it together and stuff, and like just like the very like nonchalant like bored <laughs> tone of voice. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed doing it. I might get back to it at some point, uh, sometime. I don't know. We'll see. 
But uh, but anyway, so today uh, we, the Greg Luganis of the of the podcasting world, we oh wait, we're talking about Entourage. So yeah, the only they they did that on on the Weekly Planet, and it sounds fucking awful. The show. Yeah, I've never seen it, but it kind of looks like a show for douchebags. Yes, exactly, and that's kind of how they describe it. That it's it, it like the the main host uh, James says that uh, he he said you know when I first started watching that I thought it was like where they're like self aware where they were like you know oh you know look how ridiculous Hollywood is and stuff like that but he and he's like but no they don't they don't realize <laughs> they don't they don't realize how much of douchebags they are right yeah it's like I've never met somebody who's seen or liked Entourage and I'm like oh that that person's cool. Mm-hmm. To go, oh man, I drank like fucking 30 packs blue ribbons last night, and me and my boys watched Entourage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and, and I, I got my uh, my friend uh, Squiggy too. I I I, uh, I iced him. I uh, remember that like that, that game uh, with uh, or, no, it was, what was it? It wasn't Zima. It was what was it? Yeah, it was ice, right? Natural? No, no, no. Nat, uh, natural ice. I mean, smeared off ice. Smeared off ice. That's what it was, right? They people used to do that that fucking game where they'd ice each other. It's like they'd show them a bottle of Schmirnoff ice, and then they'd have to the person that saw it had to uh, had to like chug drink it, it immediately. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking weird. But yes, that's that's what it was. It was every douchebag's favorite show. Like it's like you watch Entourage right before you go buy some GHB. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I kind of because of how hilarious the episode that uh, that they did. Although I guess this might be ripping off if we did it, but kind of like because of how hilarious the episode they did was when they when they watched it and just absolutely ripped on the movie. I kind of want to watch it and, and review it, but I also don't at all. Right, but yeah, um, like. Uh... Like we were saying, uh, I don't. I don't even know what we were saying at this point. Uh, we just brought up AIDS in like the first five seconds of our podcast, so that's always good. Yeah, nine eleven can't be far around the corner. Right. Uh, but speaking of tragedies, we watched. Uh, speaking of twins and tragedies, we watched. Oh my god! <laughs> we watched <laughs> sister, sister. Would you say this is the uh, most tragic? Involving twins you've ever seen. <laughs> like this makes Joseph Mangala look like a Boy Scout. The way they butcher twins. It's gotta be up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So it's Tia and Tamara Maori. Uh, for those of you that don't know, starred uh, real life twins starred in this show. Uh, sister, sister, which the one good thing about it, I don't even know if it's good. It's just an earworm. But the one thing that I'll never forget about it is just the very beginning of the theme song. The sister, sister. Yeah, how, how could you forget? But so I, I didn't realize that this took place in Detroit. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. This uh, this is a, another show, Like Home Improvement, not that we're doing a theme or anything, but this also is takes place in the local area, I guess. Yeah, the main character, uh, not main character, but the one of the characters is uh, Ray. He's a father of Tia or Tamara. I don't know. Yeah, he's the father of one of them. 
Yeah, he owns a, a limo company, and like he lives in like a giant mansion in Detroit for some reason because you know he owns a limo company, a limo company that at one point in the episode he has to drive the limo for himself. I might. Admit. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that's how he can afford the house. He's saving a bunch of money because he's doing all the driving. I guess, but I don't really know that a uh, limo. I mean, I'm sure it's a lucrative profession, but I don't think limo drivers are like living like in mansion. I wouldn't imagine. No, he'd have to have like an entire fleet. Uh, I assume he does, but why he'd still drive it himself? Like, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe, but, uh, uh, maybe the guy that was supposed to uh, supposed to pick up uh, immature uh, was driving the Red Wings and, and had a couple too many. Jeez, this is a dark episode. <laughs> how many? How many just fucking horrific events can we mention? Oh my god! You know, it's the same year too. This came out. This episode came out in 1997. That's the same year that happened. Oh no! I wonder if they referenced it at Sister Sister later. <laughs> yeah, you know, my one. Day, I'm downer driver. You know, you know. Yeah, Konstantinov. Ah, um, oh, that's just sad. But yeah, so I didn't realize that this took place in Detroit. They mention uh, the Lions. I know Tim Reed. Uh, for those of you who are really old might remember as Venus Flytrap on WKRP in Cincinnati. He's from uh, the Detroit area. So at first I thought maybe it was just like that kind of a reference where he's like, oh, he's talking about the Lions because he's from Detroit. And maybe they're like, they're in Chicago and they're in town visiting, uh, you know, like playing the Bears or something like that. But no, they, they mentioned Detroit a couple times in this uh, in this episode. It's clear they are supposed to be in the Detroit area. Yeah, I've watched uh, I've watched uh, way too many episodes of Sister Sister, and they reference Detroit quite a bit. I mean, they they go hard into the they they definitely make sure you know that they're in Detroit, which is weird because they never at any point show like an exterior shot of the city of Detroit. Right. I mean, you could probably buy that footage for like ten bucks, you know, but they just don't have it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just want to start this off uh, by saying uh, you know after all the horrible things we've already mentioned, this episode is a piece of shit. Oh, absolutely. Like this. I know Small Wonder is bad, uh, A Different World were, were bad, they were both very bad, I mean, I can at least say they probably had a really low budget, you know, they were syndicated shows, they can have an excuse, yeah. but I think Sister Sister was like on a major network when it came out. ABC? Yeah, and, and that makes sense because uh, Tia and Tamara's brother Taj, Taj, Taj I think it is, uh, Maori, mm-hmm. he was Teddy on um, uh, Full House, which is an ABC show. Yep. And he also did the show Smart Guy, which is Disney, which is, you know, they ABC. ABC, yeah. So the, the Maoris are all up in uh, the ABC's business. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, because I was thinking, I don't know why, but this crossed my mind when I was watching this episode. Did black people, like, was this was this ever, like, so did black people ever like this show? Or, like, did they think it was cool or funny? Or was this, like, was this, like, a lame sitcom for black people. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm trying to think of a good example of, like... See, I, I don't know that it was... Yeah, go ahead. Much like Full House, I don't know that there were... I mean, obviously, there were African-American, you know, characters, and, I mean, they didn't really dwell on that too much, on this yeah. or even uh, Family... Family Matters did slightly, I would say. There were a few references, like, you know, there was, like, some racial issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sister and Sister ever made any reference to race at all, which, you know, is great in a lot of ways, because I, I hope we get to a point in our society where it's not even, you know, mentioned or an issue, or it's not like, ooh, new black show. I mean, it's... I mean, why is it not just any show? I mean, 
we're, you know, our country is, you know, obviously very uh, culturally diverse. I mean, why even reference it? We're all, we should be Americans first. And then, you know, I'm an American with heritage from Ireland or wherever, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm an Irish American. It's like, no, you're not. You're an American. Your right. ancestors were from Ireland, but they ran away from there so you could be born here. Right, exactly. No, I agree. I don't think that they actually ever mention it. But I just, like, I watch this and I'm like, God, would any, like, it just seems so fucking corny. Like, at one at one point, they use, they, they use the phrase, you know, like, you're the bomb or it's the bomb. And then uh, you're the man. And something else, something else incredibly 90s. And, like, I remember thinking, like, so was that cool then? Or were, were black people watching that thinking, like, this is fucking lame? Or, like, was this their full house, I guess? I, I don't think this show is really for anyone. I don't know another person who's ever really watched the show or who even understands what I'm talking about when I mention the show. <laughs> I don't know how the show was on for, I think it was on for four or five seasons, maybe. Yeah. I believe it was in syndication at one point. I mean, yeah. I just don't know who was watching the show. I think it was just like a show that was okay enough. To, I mean, to be honest, I think it was, wasn't it in the TGIF line? It was, yeah, for a time. And it's, it's in syndication now. It's in reruns right now. Right. So, I mean, I think if you're watching, like, you know, I don't know, Full House and you're waiting till Boy Meets World goes on, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's the same quality level. It's not like yeah. demonstrably worse than either of those shows. No, no, not at all. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's definitely the same quality as Full House and, and Boy Meets World. Yeah, but so the episode starts off. Uh, I know one of the sisters is more like the bad one, and the other one's like the good one. Like the one who grew up in like the wealthy household is like the good sister. Yeah, it's and like the a, one who grew a, up with uh, Jack. Yeah, with Jack A. Yeah, is the uh, is the bad sister. It's a real, but I mean, not bad. Situation. Yeah, but it's really, but I mean, really, even like their badness is like really kind of lame. Like, oh, I like what happens in this episode is they're they're doing a rally, I think, or no, yeah, they're doing like a um, raffle. what do you call them? Is it nah, raffle? That's it. They're doing a raffle. Um, and they're trying to raise money to get their band to, I think it's a state championship or something like that, isn't it? Band or dance or something stupid? It's band, but I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like the school band. Yeah, it's a school band and they're trying to raise money to go to like the state championships, which, right. first of all, they're all wealthy. I mean, this is like a wealthy, like, you know, neighborhood. They're at a really rich school. Can't their parents just give them the money to go? You would think so. Yeah, but secondly, the bad sister, which I don't know who it is, Tamara will say. Tamara, Tamara this yeah. uh, this e this evil girl, uh, she promises uh, that a celebrity is going to show up to yeah. the um the raffle. To you know, they think they'll get more people there. They'll have more tickets. They'll all be able to go to the state championship. Yeah, all they have to do is say, "Hey, a celebrity is going to be there," and apparently, everyone's going to show up. Yeah, and of course, it works. Like like you know. Tamara works at a bookstore, and there's a famous author. I can't remember what his name is. I don't even know if it's supposed to be a real person. I don't think so. Uh, was it like Terrence Knox or like... Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't care enough to look it up. That's how little... Kirk something. Kirk, I don't know. Kirk Rambis, I think, was the author. Yeah. Kirk Rambis, um, that's right. But so, like, uh, do you remember the parties where we used to go to? They always had the Kurt Rambis card there. <laughs> yes. I, I, like, I, I would always look at it and be like, Why? You know what I want to point out real quick though? When they're they're having their little meeting about this raffle and everything, goddamn Gabrielle Union was on this show. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh my god, that is Gabrielle Union. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. But so like uh you know, they say this author's gonna be there and then her her boss and do you recognize who her boss? Yeah, it's 
play I, or kid i mean kid I it's kid it's kid from kid and play yeah which is kind of, that this is going to all tie it together it's going to blow your mind oh yeah uh, but so but so kid uh you know who was like the wacky uh, boss away apparently there's an episode where he's like a misogynist if it turns out he's paying uh the women less than the men but I, this is not this episode oh wow so he like basically tells her like no one but him is allowed to talk to the author, and sure enough, the author runs out and like um and I, and and then so I think they go back to their house and like oh no what are we gonna do and Roger their wacky neighbor, mm-hmm. who everyone they always dislike him but judging from this episode I don't see why they dislike him he could be like a nicer person he's always like super helpful and trying to help them out and stuff seriously but he's like bending over backwards like oh I know you know the group immature I, I'm uh I'm I know Batman he's my cousin and uh for those not to know I erroneously referred to the group he was in as B2K I believe mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh, Marcus Houston is in uh the group immature which judging by the audience response nobody knows like I don't think a single person in the audience knows who immature is or that he's in the group yeah <laughs> There's literally no reaction whatsoever to him saying it. You expect one person to laugh or clap? It doesn't happen. No, not at all. Yeah, everyone's like, who the fuck is immature? And they're like, you know, soup. They're, they're very impressed. Like, wow, you can't get Batman from immature. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. And then so, you know, they're they're fighting over and over. Oh, we can't do this. And then, um, then Roger actually does go into the kitchen and he calls him up and he says, uh, hi, aunt, so-and-so, this is Roger. And they're like, who? And he goes, he basically has to explain who he is. Yeah. It's that classic move where he, where his own aunt doesn't know who he is. Yeah. But he finally explains, oh, it's so-and-so's, you know, son. He goes, oh, can I get my cousin, you know, to show up at the school for, you know, his cousin that he doesn't even know to, uh, you know, so uh, to impress these girls who hate. Right. Exactly. Foolproof plan. Who I bend over backwards for constantly and just have no reward other than being told to go home constantly. <laughs> but she tells them that, unfortunately, Immature has uh, gone on tour. Yeah, no question <laughs> about where are they. Like, that was it, the first thing I thought is, where are they touring? <laughs> and the fact that, uh, you know, they have phones, you think they'd be able to contact him. It's like, oh, he's on tour. It's like, you, you don't contact him while he's on tour? They live like Amish when they're on tour. They they go from they go from gig to gig in a horse drawn carriage. They don't uh, they don't use any phones. Right. And then there's a subplot with Ray. Like uh, he's dating a woman, and like, but there's a conflict because he wants to go to the Lions game. And like, I actually completely forgot about this, but they missed it in the episode that at this time the Lions are in a Pontiac, which is quite a drive. Yep, the Silverdome. I'm like, oh, that's not too hard. He could easily go to this. It's a fashion show or something uh, that he goes to with her. I don't remember. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, oh, that's not far. He just go hop out over to Fort Phil. But he said, oh, yeah, the silver dome. That's, that's, that's a drive. <laughs> yep. But then uh, Jack A., uh, you know, a wise woman that she is, smells vanilla perfume on him. And he, he confesses that he actually did go to the fashion show, then to the silver dome. Yeah, went to so you basically missed the first half. Yeah, because if you want to go to a Lions game, the second half is really where you want to show up. <laughs> exactly. Right in time for the, them to break your heart. Oh yeah, Barry. This would have been the this would have been the time period when Barry Sanders was still on the team as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's worth going just for him, obviously at that point. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, oh, and then they 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 come to the startling conclusion of like, hey, wait a second, Roger kind of looks like this Batman guy. Yeah, because it's the same person. 
And it's like, and again, you know, no laughter, no clapping. And it's, I think it's a live audience. It's not like canned laughter. Like, they just don't know who this person is. Yeah, they don't know who Batman is. They don't know who Immature is. They're they're sitting there like uh, Michael Keaton is in, or no, I guess it would be Val Kilmer at this time, right? Like, uh, or George. I, I, don't think, I don't think these people are familiar with the show at all. <laughs> this is just like, this is a group of people that they just like were, were on the street and and they're like, hey, do you want you want someplace warm to sit? Like they they were the people that were rejected from like a more highbrow uh, intellectual uh, show, like Step by Step. Yeah, they weren't allowed in the Step by Step audience. Ugh. Right, they didn't get it. But yeah, so they're here, and, uh, and, and this is like you know perfect like nineties, like you know how they would always like, oh, take the girl's glasses off and ponytail out. She's beautiful. Like they go, well, if we flatten your hair out, you'll look just like him. And sure enough, he looks just like. Yep. Just put on these sunglasses and, uh, you know, put on a silk shirt. And again, no reaction for the audience. Like, I kind of felt bad for uh, the actor who plays uh, Roger, Marquez Houston. Yeah. Houston. I'm like, I mean, this poor guy, I mean, he thinks like, he's going to get this big reaction and just nothing happened. <laughs> but then back at the, uh, at the uh, sister, sister house, I forget the last names. The, Maori. The, the it's sister, Maori. Uh, the sister palace sister harris right back in um, world trade center one Jeez, seven that's the one you gotta <laughs> ask about right <laughs> um but yeah so they uh he goes ahead and uh, like uh, he gets an emergency call he's the owner of the company uh, on a sunday has to run out and pick up guess who yeah the immature These so him and i jets yeah, he and Jackie uh, go ahead and pick him up, and they come back with just this Batman guy. And, like, they, it basically seems like they strong-armed him into uh, doing this. And what's kind of funny is that Jackie refers to Ray as her chauffeur. Yeah. Like, she just, like, can't stand the fact that, you know, she just has to, this person she doesn't know at all, she has to make him think that, oh, he works for me. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because it, it, it's one of those incredible coincidences that only happen on TV. Oh, they just happened to be in Detroit on tour and I happened to have gotten the uh the call or the the business to to pick them up from from the airport. Yeah, so they take him to the school where uh the sister sisters are uh, you know, they I guess they're guilty. They don't really seem like they care that. Yeah. But they're talking about, like, Roger, like, oh, Roger, you have to take your shirt off. Batman would never do that. Like, wear a shirt. Yeah, Batman's always bare-chested. Real quick. He can't, even aff- he can't even afford a phone. Do you think he could buy a fucking shirt? No shit. You know what, though? Real quick, Mike, before I forget, um, I just want to point out that, um, you know, if, uh, if you want to be able to afford a great phone and you want to see double, just... Or the World Trade Center. You should should go to mybookie.ag and uh, you'll use the code LATEFEES, L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S, all caps, to double your deposit. You want to do that at mybookie.ag. Enter that promo code LATEFEES. And get double your deposit up to a thousand dollars. Bet on some games. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. That's how it's done. Uh, now let's see if sister sister can get paid. With mybookie.ag, you can turn your money into a twin. That's right. 
and this tower though and hopefully on that cold tuesday morning yeah your tower chips will your tower of chips won't collapse on uh on my bookie.ag i uh don't endorse any of mark's comments (laughs) during this one by the way but yeah so uh, they go to the school and like the sisters are with uh roger and like it's a very weird like setup because like these two their friends go and talk mm-hmm. and they're gonna bring the sister sisters out to talk right and then you know there's like a wet and this is like as far as wacky mix-ups go this is the dumbest one i've ever seen pulled off or not pulled off in a show mm-hmm. because we have like uh like roger goes in the bathroom and then batman goes in there and it's like you know obviously like a very like at the time, probably like not even a novelty at that point anymore. We're like, oh, you see two of the same person next to each other on screen. Right. And then the real Batman goes out with the sister sisters when they think that Roger is, you know, just dressed up as a Batman because, you know, he looks so much alike that they can't fucking, t- I mean, they want to fuck this Batman guy. This goddamn Roger's next door this whole time. Just, you know, bending over backward for them. Seriously, why don't you bend over frontwards for him? I mean, maybe, what the fuck? I mean, there's two of them, there's two of you. <laughs> exactly. So and oh, actually, I wanted to put—I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, what's kind of weird is I guess Marcus Houston was actually in uh, House Party Three, which didn't play, and also I'm sure was in House Party Three and Four. That's awesome. So he, he comes back, and now, can you imagine being a kid? And you have to come back, and what the fucking reversal of fortune this is? <laughs> You're on this guy who showed up in your movie where you were the star. He was in there probably five minutes. Marquez Houston's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, no, I... hey, kid. <laughs> uh, How would you look at a small part on my show? Yeah, I run this fucking, uh, this fucking shoot. But yeah, so, uh, so Batman goes out there, and of course, uh, everybody in the crowd knows who he is. Yep. Like, this is like a, a rare instance where you hear, like, cheering from the characters on screen, but the audience is just, like, silent. Like, they're, like, you know... Yeah. Witnessing the destruction of an American institution, <laughs> or their favorite diver dashing setup. You, uh, it's so funny to be. They they get to use the line "I'm Batman," which is great. Oh yeah, that was yeah. That was like oh, I forgot to mention too. At the very beginning, there was a lot of just like straight up mugging to the camera, which was ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the one girl says something like, oh, "What does she say?" We're all I don't remember. Either yeah, Tia or Tamara like looks right at the camera and says something. They they mention that uh, oh you'll be famous and then we can have our own sitcom and and all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's like I don't think I laughed at any point during this. No, not at all. But what's messed up is uh oh, okay so um Roger knows that Batman is there. He's standing right next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sister sisters are aren't in on it. Batman knows that Roger was there dressed as him, so he goes out there and like he starts going Batman, and the crowd just like goes nuts. Mm-hmm. But then, then right at the worst possible moment, the sister sisters decide to confess. Yep. Well, they try to. Yeah, they try to. But what's funny, and this is this is, makes no sense, is Batman just doesn't understand what the confusion is. He literally finds out like a minute before that he's actually there. They were going to have Roger out there instead of him, and he goes out and said, and he forgot about it. Yeah, it's, it's it's so ridiculous. It takes he doesn't understand how the sisters don't know that he's Batman. There's no reason they would know this. He he, he knows that they don't know it's. It takes Roger shouting from off stage to shut up, basically, for them to uh, to realize what's going on. 
right? Maybe like, you know, right at the last moment before their confession, it makes it all right because they, by some crazy, like, series of coincidences, they pulled it off with no effort on their own part. Roger did it all, and they hate Roger. And they fucking criticize him, like, right after he does all the shit for them. Yeah, exactly. Roger really did do it all. Roger and uh, and Jack A. Well, yeah, of course, Jack A's going to do it all. Uh, but, yeah, so, so they... It's so it's so ridiculous, and they do the classic. Uh, but if you're there and you're there, you what? Right. I mean, and they're twins, so that's like the same. You know how twins always pull that shit out of everyone in movies. Yep. Yeah, and then and then inexplicably, I don't even understand how this this doesn't make any sense. The other two members of the immature just show up. Yep. They, you don't see them. At, what were they hiding in the limo the whole time? What? They don't mix them at all. They even I think they even say they only they, they picked up Batman, not immature. You know what's so funny to me? So two things I want to say that, that are really funny. One one references actual Batman. The other references these guys. I guess I'll do the the regular Batman thing first. So one thing that I think is hilarious in in I think it's in Batman and Robin is uh, when when Tommy Lee Jones gets turned into gets turned into Two Face. Uh, they're at a trial and and they do like this flashback or whatever of this happening. So he gets the acid thrown into his face and then Batman, like in full Batman costume, jumps from the the audience of the, the gallery or whatever of the trial to try to stop him. But it just, it suggests that before this happened... Batman was just sitting in the audience in his, <laughs> in his uniform, just listening to this trial. Like, he, he didn't even have a good seat? Yeah. So, the, in, the, in the, much the same way, this just supposes that the other two singers in Immature, while this whole scene is playing out on the stage, are just standing behind the curtains... Just waiting, just standing there on on either side, uh, like like. Well, we saw people cross. walk through already. We already saw, we already saw people go through this curtain. Yeah, exactly. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, I have no idea where they came from at all. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a ridiculous episode. Uh, nothing works in it. It's. It, I, 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 I found myself reading at various points during this episode. Like, I just pulled out a book and started reading it. I had to, like, force my attention back to it. It was so, like, you know, mm-hmm. just boring and bland and uh, not good. The only thing that you could say about it is that the the 9-11 conspiracy that's that's buried in it is is interesting. Because they, they mention you're the bomb in it. Uh, and you're the man. The man is obviously a reference to George W. Bush, who was the president of the country at the time. And the bomb is the, is a reference to the possible bombs that were placed at the uh, the foot of the buildings to make them collapse. Uh, you know, as opposed to the official story. That's the only interesting thing about it to me. You picked up on that too, right, Mike? Uh no. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's uh, that's way more time than anyone should spend on Sister Sister. And uh, again, I uh, don't associate myself with any of Mark's comments or my own comments. 
uh, hey, well, have a good day, everybody. Do the do all the shit that you're supposed to do. Like uh, yeah, after we brought you down on so many levels, have a good day. Yeah, have a good day. You know, like hey, you like uh, you know, oh, fo- follow, you know, tell your friends. I fucking hate myself. <laughs> I hate doing this begging shit at the end. Just do the stuff. Yeah. I don't care. Just do it. And enjoy what we do. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next time.